no idea that um, you guys thought she was going to be okay, and then the next day it was just like, she's dead. Stupid over time with Josh, Dan, and Nate With stupid combos that we create Chill with us and have some laughs The podcast will never end unless we get a copyright Because that was like so close, but I was Take your fucking hit, we can start the podcast Oh my god Oh wait, no, you have to hit it like that because it's low enough. Gotta take the ceremonial hit <laughs> to, start, no. to start the podcast yeah, let me get my ceremonial hits in, alright? Nate, nuts. take a ceremony hit. You are hogging all the ceremonial juice, bro. <laughs> Good. This is guy. I'll take a ceremonial hit of these waterworks. <laughs> Dude, imagine like <laughs> like treating your body healthily and not being addicted to illicit substances. I don't even use nicotine that much. I'm honestly telling the truth. I do. Dude, trust me. I'm Daniel. Trust me, bro. I'm Daniel. I smoke once a week, bro. I'm not a stoner. I'm not a stoner. I'm not a stoner. Not a stoner. Oh, brother. Okay, I'm, I have a vape, but trust me, I don't smoke. <laughs> you know, I would give an argument right now. I drink alcohol, but I'm not a drunk. But you guys are so cynical and so asshole-ish that I won't even bother. You guys will just forget. You guys will be like, oh, he's mad. Look at him, he's mad. I'll be like, oh, fuck That's yourself. what a stoner would say, though. <laughs> See? You're cynical? You're a piece of shit. I don't have a problem. <laughs> I can stop anytime I want. I just don't want to. I appreciate you being the bigger man in this situation, bro. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. You're still it's, being cynical. Shut the so hell up. Rare. It's still Shut very the hell rare. Up. Especially for you. <laughs> you guys are just like, like, unironically so dickish. It's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole point why we're on this podcast. It's just to shit on you while you tell your stories. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. But then we shit well, on Josh a little bit and he freaks out. He's like, You guys are fucking dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. We, we are your consciousness. As you talk that's about right. your stories. My consciences? Yeah, we're the Jiminy yeah. Crickets. You said yeah, consciousness. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Same thing. No, that's, consciousness is like, you know, like you're like. Like your soul, kind of like your head. Your conscious. Soul. Your head soul? Your head oh, soul. guys, guess what the consciousness is? It's a head <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, guys. It's, it's Josh Dan and Nate. Oh it's Josh Dan and Nate. Okay, we ready to do the intro? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. Let's do the intro. Who's gonna do the intro? I think they should do the intro. Do the intro, bro. This is such a stupid joke. Okay, don't fucking um, do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Literally, don't do it. Do it. I won't fun. do it if you don't do it. Okay. 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 <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, guys. <laughs> we have our second guest appearance for the second podcast in a row with Samuel. Hey, hey, Samuel. Introduce yourself, Sam. Just like Daniel said, I'm Samuel, the Cocker Spaniel. <laughs> yeah, Samuel's a is a great friend. Um, I met him in um, at a youth group thingy. Yep. It was so long ago. I, f- I feel like the first time we met, like, we didn't even talk. I think, like, the yeah, first time true. we actually, like, got to know each other was at one of Aaliyah's parties. It was, like, the one right. where it was when she was still going out with Joan. I don't know. It was it was so long ago. And we talked for a little bit. And then, like, the next time, like, that was, like, I was, like, okay. Samuel was, like, he's pretty chill. Um, but then the next time that I was, like, okay, Samuel was, like, awesome was when we had that volleyball little, like, party for <laughs> yes. and That was so funny. We were, like... We got this little phrase going where like we'd serve it up to each other and then Sam would go for a spike and if he got it we'd be like the SS train, the semi spike train, let's go. 
Yeah, dude, it was so dumb. It was so dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that's that's a common thing. Like at Ali's parties, it's just like some people are hyped, some people are into it, and it's very true. Yeah, I remember Dalia got so annoyed with us. She yeah. like straight up just quit playing volleyball and just sat on the side with her arms crossed, looking like pissed as hell. <laughs> and we're just like, Sammy Spike Train. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. And, and you guys, are, so Joshua, this is his first time yeah, meeting yeah. Samuel. Um, yeah, you would have met him if you're at the poker party. Nate went to the poker party, yeah. so he's already met Sam once. Mm-hmm. Um, that poker party was trash, by the way. I just gotta say that that, <laughs> that was actually not just a great a party. Bit, just a little bit. It was Wait, just, when, it was just was too it? boring. When was this? Like it was so. Uh, this was. October? Was it two months ago? Three months ago? Yeah. Two, two three months ago? A little while ago. Do yeah. I feel you were like, uh, you were doing so, I think you were on a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went on a trip somewhere. What? You went to that was when you went with. Uh, you went with the Walmart crew, and you went up north. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to um, I think it was CU. It was you know, no, yeah, it was uh, Colorado University. It was just mm-hmm. CU, and we were um, we went up there for a weekend to um, visit some friends. We partied a little. It was a good time though. Yeah, no, damn, bro. I feel that I get, I've had some times where it's like we like the perfect crew together, and just for some reason like the the vibes that night are off. It's just like well, I mean, I can't. I, I mean, there's a Perfectly valid reason why. First of all, nobody wanted to play poker. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, I was like, I was like the only guy who. Bro, you're literally the only person <laughs> that, so that wanted to play poker, and you were so like insistent on it too. Because I was like, okay, this is my thought process. I was like, okay, they don't know how to play poker. They never really played poker, but once they get going, they'll start to enjoy it. I was completely wrong, of course. No, I mean, you were right. I started to enjoy it once I learned how to play. Yeah. I guess. I think I lost... It just went on for... Yeah, long. I kind of lost interest halfway through. I mean, like, I'm just not much of a poker guy. I think, like, poker's more fun when you aren't actually spending real money and you can just throw in, like, massive amounts of yeah. chips. Wait, you were spending real money? Yeah, yeah. so we had, like, I got, I went to the bank and I got, like, around $100 in cash. Mm-hmm. And I split it between everyone and everyone paid, like, 20-something dollars. And I had, like, quarters, pennies, and dimes. And then a bunch of $1 bills. And at one point, I remember what was going on, but I was like, all in. Like, I put like $8 in, and Sam's like, all in. I'm like, oh, oh no, I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> what did I, why did I do this? Oh no. And he like stole all my money, and I was like, oh. it was a really awkward situation, Daniel, because I'm like meeting some of your friends for the first time, and then it's like playing them for money. It's just <laughs> not the same. Yeah, true. You ended up winning that poker night, didn't you? Basically, for a grand total of $20. <laughs> yeah, that's all you got out of it? Well, I think he, you made $20. Yeah. Because he spent $20 to get in. And okay. he, so he basically yeah. came out twice as much as he went in with. Yeah. So, and you came out with like half as much as you went in with. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I lost interest too, like halfway through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, okay, no, no offense. not saying you were like, you didn't earn that money, but like, we kind of just ended up like you. You yeah. kind of went on a run, and they were like, "Fuck it, we're done." Like it, 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 it was. It just, was literally just between you and Daniel and Sydney at one point. Kind of, because I think Nate, mm-hmm. I think I made you go all in at one point, almost all in, and then yeah. you like totally lost. Yeah, you totally right, because like. It just comes to the end where it's like, okay, everyone just go all in. And so, like, those, like, two hands matter more than the yeah. whole hour you spent. I think there was, there was, like, literally two rounds at the very end, and you mm-hmm. won all the money in those two rounds. Mm-hmm. But you're still well done. I mean, anybody could have won that money, you know? So <laughs> you, you did it over all of us. It's a game of luck. You know? Dude, there's fucking bobby pins all over. Why? Carpet, bro. Why? Because I live with a woman, bro. Oh. oh. <laughs> women. women. 
I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Wait, yo, cut dude, cut this out, bro. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we have a running joke because this man literally cuts nothing out. Dude, yeah, he doesn't like, cut anything out. Like we'll be like, okay, cut this out, and he'll be like, oh yeah, 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 and then even he'll even there's one time he was like, I did cut that. I was like, no, you didn't. Listen, bro, if you want me to, it, bro, if you don't want me to cut anything out, just say it, bro. I will. I'll give you. I'll give you what you wish for. I'll leave everything offensive in that you say. <laughs> and bro, just you already do. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the edited version. That's the like. Uh, no, it's not. Might, I listen to the podcast. He might get canceled. No, no. He might not. No, no, no. It's it's the roll of the die, baby. You know. <laughs> oh my word. Oh my lord. So you leave this man's security. But for I the rest save of his you life. from the other ones. The other one. What other ones, bro? I'll, we'll talk about this later. Okay. Yeah. So <clears throat> today's podcast is sponsored. <laughs> wait, fuck, no, who's sponsor? sponsored? Bit? Wait, no. Oh, you why want not? To do the I mean, I, I, we've had it running for a while. Okay, if okay, we stopped okay. now and then picked it up in the next episode, it'd just be fucking weird. You know? Like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. They think that you guys lost your sponsorship. <laughs> exactly. It was like brand new sponsors. It's only up from here. Yeah, Daniel, he got canceled. We, we're not sponsored no more. <laughs> Actually, this week's sponsor is, is Twitter. Is Twitter. Thank you, Twitter, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you very much, Twitter. I, uh, I use Twitter a lot, all the time. Do you? No. That sucks. Get out of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you, Twitter, for all the overbearing opinions that you give all of us Dude, on a day to day basis. I see like Twitter as like. It's like as toxic as Reddit, but as if like <laughs> <laughs> it's like Reddit, but like if they weren't like if they weren't posting shit from their mom's It's like Reddit, but for like yeah, actual right. like sociable people. Yeah, Reddit, Reddit for professionals. Reddit is just like a bunch <laughs> of professionally toxic people. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like almost everyone on Reddit is an introvert, and almost everyone on Twitter is an extrovert. That's, yeah, that's so true. true. But they all talk Dude, about the I same don't... shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. in different language. It's, it's they just, just need to. We're all the same combine. guys. That's what we're. That's what the big takeaway from this sponsor. We're all Redditors. We're all the same. Wait, what? <laughs> if that's the lesson that you take away from this podcast, is that we're all redditors. It's in in the heart. I, I don't use Reddit or Twitter. It's weird. I, like I genuinely don't get the appeal of Twitter. Dude, I don't use any social media. Well, yeah, that's that's, that's like true. I I don't have Snapchat anymore either. Like I yeah, do, yeah. I don't have anything. I, I watch YouTube though. So I guess that is a social media. Yeah, you he yeah. didn't he this guy watches a lot of YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite unhealthy actually. <laughs> Dude, you even deleted the YouTube app and then you just started watching YouTube for yeah, Safari. Because I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, I need to yeah, stop yeah, watching YouTube. And then I couldn't. I was like. I'll just get on Safari, maybe once or twice, like, now it's just like 24-7, that's all I do. Yeah. If you're just watching it though, is it considered social media the way that you're using it? Dude, I, or is it just like an entertainment platform? I mentioned this to like someone, Netflix. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't use social media, and then like, I think I said like, oh, I, like, I watch YouTube, and they're like, that is a social media, like what are you talking about? It's, it's a I mean, media. it can be used as a, as a social media for like creators and stuff like it's that. It's more like entertainment. But if you're just yeah. purely a, a watcher, then yeah. it's just yeah, entertainment. It's only social media if you like... Post. Have a loving so. conversation back and forth with yeah. a YouTube video. Yeah. <laughs> you kidding, bro? That's not Twitter's a social media. <laughs> Damn, Damn, we really made a reference. Call him, bro. Wait, just who? Made a reference to the last fucking episode. Wait, what? Yeah. Did I go over my head? <laughs> you remember when in Nate's like ex relationship, you can say now they like. Oh, <laughs> dude, this kid is like our number one fan right now. Literally, right. Right. He's, right. he's making references that we completely <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> dude, I like thought about that first thing. I was like. He's like, is that a reference? I was like, I didn't think you were referencing that. I thought you, I thought you were just like unintentionally, <laughs> like coincidentally, yeah. happened to mention it. So let's get into the meat of yeah, the, the podcast. The meat. So we're we're continuing 
the, the uh, troubadours. We have the meat. <laughs> <laughs> troubadours. We have the meat. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's my impression of. Continue. Him. Okay, so um, we're continuing our uh, little, uh, I guess, series. Didn't you come up with a name for it, right, Nate? I think it was. It's the hero moment. The hero what? The hero moments. The hero moment. Oh, just moment. Moment. Because okay. it's. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Listen, you never got back to me with a, with a no, proper I name, didn't. so I, I was like, um, yeah. It's the hero moment. It's called that because um, the first time I thought of this series, uh, kind of like the concept of it, I was reminded of um, Deadpool 2, or was it 1? It was I don't one. know. It was 1. And uh, Colossus talking to Deadpool, and he's like, three or four moments, or four, four or five, five moments. He's like, you only have four or five moments to really be a hero, or something like that. Basically saying like, not everybody's a hero 24-7, but you make your impact in those four or five moments. That's what being a hero is all about. Like, something yeah, really yeah. important. Facts. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, yeah. So. But to, to start this off, let's just talk about where we left off. What was, the, what was the personal change? What was the point in your life that you were at when we left off? What type of person were you? Yeah, well, I mean, I, uh, I had just basically been expelled and then, like, had some self-realization. Um, I met Reagan, and she was, like I said, the the biggest, almost the, honestly, the only factor that made me change. I mean, like, just kept me on the path. Like, I think about it as, like, I had found the correct path, but, like, without her, I wouldn't have been, like, kept on the path. Or, yeah, or like, yeah. or I would have been walking on the wrong way of the path. Like, she kept me going straight, uh, you know, mm-hmm. correct, and, like, motivated me to keep pushing forward and keep improving and keep bettering myself instead of falling back into, like, crappy habits and over time, it just became, like, more of who I am rather than, like, what she, if you want to say, like, making me do it, which it wasn't making, but, like, I eventually, like, got to the point where that's just who I was. I was just mm-hmm. a better person because of her. Yeah, yeah. And, but, while I did improve in some areas, um, like I said, I did, I became, like, uh, almost, almost narcissistic, very judgmental, very prideful, um, I thought of everyone else as like, like unless I re- unless you earn my respect, you were lower than me in my opinion. Like just right off the bat, like there was no, like oh I just met you, gonna give you a chance. Like no, you gotta like earn my respect. Like I'm right off the bat already assuming stuff about you. That was like the biggest thing. I used to assume a ton of stuff about everybody, and it didn't help that like sometimes I was right, and that just like boosted my like oh I'm such a fucking yeah, genius. Yeah. I'm a psychologist. I'm a psycho analyzing gist. I'm a psychoanalyticist. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that kind of, it was fine at the beginning because I was really only interacting with sh- like more or less shitty people who weren't going to be a good influence on me. So it was great to be able to weed those out and not even like be influenced by them. But eventually it kind of started to like be, like I would do that to great people, good yeah, people. Yeah. And I'd like, I'd think myself better than them even when I wasn't. Uh, and that definitely like caught up to me. So, and that's kind of like where where I'm starting out. Um, and we're gonna be talking about uh, this girl that I knew and Samuel knows named Elizabeth. Samuel knew her much better than I I uh, ever did. Um, and that's why I wanted to have him on the podcast so we could like actually talk in depth about mm-hmm. who she was because he was good friends with her and she he really did know her um, while I didn't. Um, this girl named Elizabeth, um, I met her from the same youth group that uh, Samuel went to. Um, and when I first met her, I thought she was honestly 
really annoying. I'm gonna be completely honest. I thought she was like so annoying. I thought she was like I mean she she was like you know the personality trait like that you people call like quirky. Oh, she's like quirky or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like that yeah. that was kind of um, I would say that described her like pretty decently. She was very she had a very bubbly personality, very like uh, loud both like metaphorically and literally Mm -hmm. um and she was like in your face you know but like she was also like kind and and uh i I think she had a big heart at least in my opinion from what i saw from her but you know me at the time i kind of just saw it as like quirky and i think the reason i mean i I know the reason why i hated people like that was because I, i i had also been like that at one point and my internal struggle of like maturing as a person, I'd always been like, like kind of like the weird kid, if you will, when I was much younger. And I was like, instead of like changing my personality, because I felt like that'd be weird. I'm like, why would I change my personality? Like, people are gonna be like, oh, he's trying to act different so that people like him or something like that. I instead was like, I'm gonna embrace this. This is like who I am. I'm the weirdo. <laughs> Which like, looking back on that now, I, I cringe at it. Um, at least for me personally, I, I, I don't know. It was just a weird moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, where I was just like, I was being quote unquote quirky to cover up my insecurities about who I really wanted to be. And like the fact that I couldn't be who I really wanted to be. I was socially awkward and I was all this weird stuff. And so I saw that in her and I was like, more or less, I, I realized that. And I was, the, the truth of it was, I, I was like, it reminded me of myself and basically like self-hatred almost. And so then yeah, I was like yeah. projected out to her, but then like I justified it by thinking like, like she just needs to like mature. Like she just she's only acting like this because, you know, she feels idiotic about herself, so she just has to embrace it because she doesn't, you know, want to like mature or something like that. Mm. And I had this whole idea of who I thought she was, um, and like I was never upfront rude to her. You know, I was never going up to her and being like "fuck you." You know, like I was like decent enough, but it was it was like it was very fake. Like if we had an interaction, I wasn't being genuine. And she would leave and I'd be like, in my head, I'd be thinking like, oh my God, like she's so annoying. Like, she's so stupid. Like this is, I, got, I just honestly don't like her that much. And, you know, I just went on like that for a little while. I think she, I knew her for about a year. Um, and then one day uh, I, was, I was like hanging out with Reagan or something. I don't remember how she told me, but Reagan either called me up or told me she was like, hey, be praying for Elizabeth right now. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, be praying for Elizabeth. She got in an accident while rock climbing. Um, she's in the hospital, but but everything's fine. She's going to recover. Um, but yeah, just be praying for her because it's going to be a long recovery, and that's just you know awful. And I was like, oh man. And like in my head, I'm like thinking like I mean like I wasn't like fuck you like that uh, that didn't go through my head. I wasn't that terrible of a human being, believe it or not. But I did kind of was just like oh like that sucks. Like I, looking back on it, I I definitely could have been more like. I mean, like, okay, let's think about this, right? Someone gets in a serious accident like that. Mm-hmm. Let's say they break both their legs. That's a long recovery. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's a That's a painful, long, tiring recovery. You get tired of just being basically helpless. And then also, you're probably never going to look the same or feel the same and be able to do the same stuff. Like, that is a serious thing, and I was, like, not even taking it that seriously. Yeah, you weren't, like, as empathetic as you should be. Yeah, like, I mean, if that was me, I mean, I want all everyone to be, like, I don't know. You want everyone empathetic, to, yeah, like you yeah, said, to like understand and um, like not not be like not have a pity party or some shit. Yes, but to be like, yo, man, that's terrible. And um, I think some of that can be attested to the fact that I was just young and immature, and like, you know, I'm just a kid. Like I don't think about anyone else really than my, other than myself. 
you know, maybe a couple other people, you know, um, but nonetheless, not the greatest thing I ever did. So then I was like at work the next day and just working. I just started a new job, just like working like normal, getting some stuff done. I get a call from Reagan and I'm like, oh, I pick it up. I'm like, hey, what's up? And she, I can just hear her crying. So immediately over the phone and I'm like, I'm like, I mean like, oh no, like this, something, something's definitely wrong. Like Reagan's mm -hmm. crying over the phone, like immediately, like there's like, that means something serious, some serious shit went down. Mm -hmm. Cause Reagan, Reagan doesn't cry like casually. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it takes a lot to get Reagan, you know, she's very mentally tough. Mm -hmm. So I knew right off the bat, I was like, something is seriously wrong. And that like, caught my attention. I was like, I was like, what's wrong? What, what, what happened? What happened? And I was worried that like, I don't know what it was. I don't even remember what was going through my head, but I'm sure I was thinking like, you know, one of her family members died or something. And then she was like, Elizabeth just passed away in the hospital. And I was like, Oh my God. What? I mean, I, I went into shock. Mm -hmm. I went into pure shock. I was like, what? And she's like, she passed away last night from her injuries. And I was like, I thought you said she was going to be okay. And she was like, we thought so as well, but I guess it was more serious than we were told. And they couldn't stop the internal bleeding and she passed away. And like, it sucks being over the phone trying to console someone. Mm -hmm. That's like a side note. I mean, like, what, what do you do? All you can do yeah. is say, I'm sorry. And maybe try to be like, I, I, I can relate with you. Which, in most situations, people don't even want to hear in the first yeah. place. Yeah. And so I was just like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I was, I remember blanking super hard and just thinking like, I feel like a fucking idiot right now for even saying that. But I just wanted to like be there for her and I was just like processing it. I mean, I, I literally was in shock and I just kind of went around the job set. I was like, Elizabeth? Like, like she's, she passed away? Like, I'll, I'm not ever going to see her again. Mm. Like, like, I feel like that always goes through my head whenever someone passes away. It, it's almost hard to accept it. I feel like that's pretty normal, but mm. it's just like, yeah. it's hard to even imagine that like this person, you won't ever see them again. You won't ever interact yeah. with them again. They're gone. It's Yeah, whenever someone passes away, it's so weird because it feels like everything's the same, but it also feels like there's something wrong. But like, you, it's such a weird idea that you will never see them again. Right. And that you're, they're not going to like walk around the corner. It's like exactly what is what's going on, you know. But then also everything feels the same at the same time, and no one is acting different. And like the sun still comes up, yeah. And then it goes down, and the moon's up, and all that. <laughs> okay, that's nice a nice one, John. Fuck you, David. <laughs> you love men. Um, and yeah, and like for me, right off the bat, I was kind of just like in shock kind of processing and then I started to feel slightly bad because I had always thought so low of her. I mean, w whenever someone passes away, even if you love that person and you were always supportive and you were always there for them, you can sometimes still feel like guilty. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and I was definitely feeling that. I was kind of feeling that like guilt of I treated her so badly. You know, I, w I was never kind to her. I was never... Loving. I mean, like, all the all the stereotypical stuff. Um, and then, But I was kind of still just feeling, like, numb. Like, I wasn't really, like, super upset about it. I was just like, fuck, I just feel so terrible about everything. About how I treated her, about the fact that she passed away. Her family, all of her friends, the people that really cared about her. I was just kind of feeling terrible. And then I went to lunch, and it was still bothering me. And I, I started to talk to my foreman about it. And 
as a side note, my foreman's like that foreman was so awesome. He was so understanding. Really? I mean, like, he was like, I mean, like I, he would have been a great dad. Like he is a great dad, dude. That guy's awesome. Like he's he's one of those solid people that like is just like a great role model, a great mentor. Mm-hmm. And it's too bad that I don't see him anymore because he he was really awesome. Um, and and I started mentioning. I was like, I just started talking about it, and then like the fact that she passed away, and then I started to talk about how I treated her and I just started like crying like really? uncontrollably it was like it was you know straight like ugly face crying I mean I, I couldn't stop it and like there was like these uh like landscapers walking by with their like mowers and they're like staring at me <laughs> as I'm just like because like, I'm on because okay so like the job is like this big like complex kind of and then the outside and then like I'd sit on uh this like kind of hill grassy hill and have lunch there. And so they're kind of just all staring at me. They're like, what the fuck? This guy's crying. What the hell? But I just like couldn't stop. I just was going on and on. I think it was just all the guilt. Um, and then we kept talking about it and he like bought me some Starbucks or something. And then eventually he was like, do you want to just like take the, take the day off? And I was like, yeah, I think I do. And like the reason I did that was not because I was like, I am so affected. It was more like, because I'd heard that, that there was a the meeting right. going on at the youth yeah. group. And I was like, I don't know, I guess in my head I felt like if I go to that, it'd be like starting to atone for how I never, you know, for my guilt, for for how badly yeah. I treated her. Like maybe if I, if I go to this and I'm there for those people, you know, maybe I'll start to like, that's, I mean, I'm doing something good, mm-hmm. you know, something mm-hmm. to make make things right, even if it's something stupid like that. And so I left and... I go there and I talk with Reagan a little bit for a little bit about it and then we go inside and I'm pr- you were there weren't you? Yeah yeah I also had come like right after work so when like our pastor was there and talking like I wasn't there for that part but then I like, came after that so I wasn't there for like the start. Um, I just I, I just remember like going there and then we went to a park and then like I was kind of just I, I I knew I was like there for for other people. I was trying to be there for. Yeah. Leah. I was trying to be there for Leah. Just trying to be there for anyone who wanted support. Right. And that was kind of like the first part of yeah. Elizabeth's passing for me. And do you want to explain? Yeah. What I was actually to you? I wanted to ask if you don't mind talking about it. Yeah. When what was well? When did you first hear about her accident? And then when did you first hear about her um, passing away? Yeah. So um, I heard about her accident actually like from my mom and so mm-hmm. I texted like our group chat that like always gets together for like parties and stuff and I was like you know just like what Daniel said we all thought that like she had gotten better which I thought like kind of made it worse because I'm like hey yeah. just be praying for Elizabeth you know uh flight for life picked her up and she took her she had a freak rock climbing accident but like it I just assumed she was gonna be okay Right, because I didn't know the severity of it. And everyone was, like, mm-hmm. super hopeful, which, like, I totally understand. That was the worst yeah. part. Yeah, because then it was, like, such a shock when, like, the next day it's like, no, like, she passed, bro. And mm-hmm. it was, like, that was super rough. Um, and so then just, like, finding that out, like, obviously, like, super shocking. I think for me, like, I processed it, like, way later than everyone else. So I kind of understand what Daniel was saying as far as, like, um, like, yeah, like, it really, like, shook us and stuff. And so I kind of viewed, like, more as, like, what I could do for others is, like, just be there for them. Because it's, like, and I felt super guilty because I'm, like, 
I should feel like more sad than I am and not that mm-hmm. I wasn't but like I didn't express it you know and so like people are like crying and, and like sharing their stories and stuff and like I obviously like shared stories about Elizabeth and stuff but just like Daniel said no matter how well you treat a person you're like the guilt of like oh I could have done more I could have done this and like you know to Daniel's point like I don't think that makes you a terrible person you know like Elizabeth was just very like uniquely herself and didn't necessarily care or like was aware of how that came across so like that was her first impression for a lot of people like you know including myself it was like so bubbly it was like whoa 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 you know but like (laughs) um you know like that what was that was so inspiring about her is like she did that and then her family like went into her room and stuff and she had like this prayer closet it was crazy man and uh you know just names of basically anyone everyone you could think of that she knew she prayed for like every day and it was so humbling because like my grad picture was up there from when i graduated high school oh my god like, oh my gosh you know like because i had fallen out of touch she went up to school you know to college and like I didn't get to see her very much anytime I did, you know, I'd listen to her and like, she went through serious stuff and like, she was never fake. She was always transparent of like, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Almost like too much, you would think. And it's like, <laughs> uh, but it was super inspiring. Cause it's like, if she can be real and authentic like that, why can't I? And then it's like in her prayer closet, it's like this whole time, like I hadn't even like thought about her in months. Like she's been praying for me the whole time. And mm-hmm. it was just like super convicting. And it's like, and uh yeah like i didn't even treat her poorly but yeah when we were there at Aaliyah's house everyone kind of dealt with it in different ways and like a couple people like got tattoos to like remember her but i would say like the biggest thing of like her impact is like it's been a year more that she's passed and we're still talking about it. it still had like such an effect on daniel and myself for sure yeah, yeah, that's um, <clears throat> that's crazy because remember Daniel first told me, I remember one day, um, I said this before the podcast, but one day you like came into the basement and you just started talking about this one girl and how like you thought that she was like weird and like you didn't like her and then like you realized that you were wrong. And I don't know, I don't, honestly, it was a bit like what you were saying was a bit jumbled at the time. I just got the general idea, but like I didn't know that like you cried at work and I, I had no idea that um, you guys thought she was going to be okay, and then the next day it was just like, she's dead. Like, yeah. she's gone. That's that's actually, that's so insane. Yeah, for the, um, when I went to the youth group thing, like I said, that was like the first half. So, at, like, after that, mm-hmm. I kind of just was, like, feeling that, like, shame and, and, and guilt. I think at that point it was less of guilt and more of just shame that... Because I had heard heard a little bit of stories from from you and Aaliyah, and um, and I think Charlie was there, mm-hmm. and a couple other people just talking about her. I just started to feel like shame for having, uh, like I said, thought of her as as so low, um, and it kind of started to set in for me that I was like, you know, you you thought of her as as this low. And, and, you know this crappy person or this this annoying person this stupid person and and she wasn't in the slightest right who the fuck are you to be judging people to be deciding 
what you believe about them just on the fly, yeah. just because you just because you decide, just because it just just because it makes sense in your head. Who the fuck are you to go around doing that? And that's kind of when that when that started set in my head, um, and, and I definitely was like feeling terrible about it. But the true like impact hadn't even set in yet because um, we went when we went to Aaliyah's party, or uh, it was uh, like a, a remembrance thing. Yeah. Um, you guys have been like telling even more stories um, about her. And then I heard about her war room. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like Dave, Pastor Dave came and he was talking about like how like truly devoted she was to uh, being a Christian and being like a true disciple of God. Um, he said that she would like come to him after service and to ask him like, how can I evangelize more? Like I'm, I'm talking to my friend. She would come to him and be like, I just talked to my friend at school and she doesn't believe me. And she brought up all these points and she like literally wrote them down and brought them to him. And he, she's like, how can I combat these? How can I bring her to, bring her to Christ? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sure there was even more. I don't remember a whole lot of what he said. Um, but after hearing that, I was kind of like, I mean, I was in a place where I didn't even care about Christianity mm-hmm. and where I was like, I was at the point where I literally was like, Christianity's bullshit. I don't think God's a real thing. This is all like, I'm just done. And then I started to hear about her testimony and it really hit me hard. I mean, mm-hmm. some, someone that amazing, some, someone who, who like truly loved the Lord, you know, is is now gone like un, unjustly taken way too early and me why the fuck am I still here like like yeah. just like if 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 justice was really supposed to be served I would be gone and she wouldn't you know something like that um and then after like everyone kept bringing up all these all these amazing stories about her and then her mom came or someone came and, and her birthday was like I think it was a week. It was like she died almost a week before her birthday. And they'd found all these like plans for her birthday. And so we decided, we started playing a game. Um, And I, I I, like could almost like from, from, from the notes and and stuff that was read, Mm. because she had written down like the game she wanted to play. And almost like, (laughs) it was weird. It was almost like she had thought she wouldn't be there. As if someone else would have to read it. I don't. That was kind of my impression, mm-hmm. and I was like, just realized that, that she was very loving. She had a huge heart for people. She had, you know, like I said, a, a huge heart, and and she always just wanted to like have fun and be loved by other people and, and be accepted. And you know, not trying to make this about me, but like I kind of realized right then. I'm like. I kind of have felt that way before as well. I'm like, she's very similar to me. And then I was like, kind of thinking about all of that and, and realizing that like, I had missed out 
like not to make it about me, but like not to be like, oh, I had missed out. It was like, it was like this amazing person. Right. You missed that. Yeah. You missed the amazing person. Not I missed the amazing. You missed like I don't know how to say it. It's like yeah. It, it's it's not about me finding this person. It's about me like getting to meet, allow being allowed to mm-hmm. be interact with this mm-hmm. person. Like and this this like amazing thing was there the entire time, and you just sort of ignored it. Exactly. You were too you can see it. Yeah. yeah, too conceited and too ignorant to really to stop for a second. And be like hey, because I was so prideful. I thought yeah. so highly of myself. I thought. You know, I go out every day and I work my ass off, you know, and, and I'm more knowledgeable than people and everyone at this youth group is ignorant. And, and that's another thing. Like, it wasn't just Elizabeth. It was like all you guys. Hey, I can vouch for myself. Yeah. Definitely I am. <laughs> like, I, I it was like, I mean, I remember like thinking like, oh, Samuel's like kind of annoying and like, like over, over, I don't know. No, that's true, by the way. <laughs> that's not true. But that's what you're saying. Like sometimes, if you judge people correctly, that only fed it. Yes, but yeah. it, I don't think that was true at all, though, because, like, I mean, like I thought, like, oh, you're 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 like sheltered and you're ignorant and you don't really know anything and you think you know so much, you know, and, and like you're so kind. Fuck you for being so kind. You know, it's not like, you know, it's like, that is something though. Like sometimes people are just like so kind and you're just like, God, I hate you. Because you're just like how I used to be. That's, I, that's kind of funny because you thought you, like, your original attitude was that you thought you were better than everyone else, right? Yeah. But then you're scorning other people for being nicer than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it was so twisted, dude. It was like, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I was like practically narcissistic. Um, well, and now you're kind of the opposite, whereas like your appeal is like, you know, why should Elizabeth be dead? And I'm still here. It's almost like now you view yourself lower than other people, which is kind of like growth in a certain way. Yeah. Um, uh, and I forgot to mention, like afterwards, I, I got out of the car, or I got, I, I decided to leave, because I don't remember why. I think I had to go somewhere, but I was also like starting to tear up, and I remember like Charlie like turned to me and he's like, "You okay, man?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm doing fine." Like I could like barely talk. I was just mm-hmm. like, "Yeah." So like I just, I just gotta go, and I. Like, Reagan took me out, and I was about to leave, and then I just, like, burst out crying again, and it was, like, the worst, it was even worse than before, it was way more real, it wasn't, it wasn't about guilt, it wasn't about shame, you know, of, like, oh, I treated her this way, you know, I treated her badly, and now she's gone, I should have done that, it was, like, you're an idiot forever believing that you could, you could pass judgment, you could, you could believe things about people, mm-hmm. like, you're so awful, like, you're, like, I, I don't know how to articulate it. It was just such an intense moment where I realized, like, never again. Mm-hmm. Like, never again do I want do I want to go out and, and decide for myself who people are and judge them accordingly. Because you never know. You never know all the things about that person. Yeah. I mean, like, so many things came out about her afterwards that, like, none of us even knew in the first totally. place. But it definitely opened my eyes. And I've, I've had this attitude afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, just, I, I hope I do, where I have, I hope people around me see that I have an attitude where I, where I try to show grace and mercy to people. Yeah. Like, even when it seems like there's no redeeming, you know, this situation for what they did, I'm like, you just don't know, though. What if right. this? What if that? And that's not me trying to excuse them. That's me trying to show grace and love and, and just saying, you don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know. You cannot say that you know that this is what's happening and this is what this person deserves because you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, think I wish. Oh, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I wish that more people had the opportunity to kind of have have a similar experience to grow through, or just had more empathy or sympathy towards those kind of situations. Because honestly, like you're kind of special in the way that most people, a lot of people pass judgment and they don't think anything else of it afterwards. The fact that you took that to heart and you realized that you had to change, like I can, I can applaud you for that. And mm-hmm. you know, like not a lot of people do that. Well, yeah. Thank you. I feel like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I didn't really do much there. It was kind of all Elizabeth doing. And it's mm-hmm. fu- it's funny because she was like she always wanted to evangelize. That was really really important to her, um, and. She was evangelizing beyond the grave with me. I mean, that brought me back to Christ, for sure. Brought me back to God, realizing that, like, I mean, just just the testimony of, like, she's incredible and you're dog shit. Like, get on her level. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't don't mean to make a joke out of it, but it was just, like, if she can be this amazing through God and and, and you're this shitty without God, maybe maybe you need to look into that and and find out if maybe you are missing something. It may, maybe God is is real, you know, yeah. Um, and and it didn't. I would be honest. It didn't happen immediately. It was like I was like, boom, incredible Christian, and, yeah. I, and I'm still working on on being a Christian myself. But um, I think it was. It took almost six months after after that that I really got into it. That I was like, it, it took me a while to actually truly get to that place where I was pursuing Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's kind of like my whole story. I mean, I would like to say that, well, I mean, like, I don't know if I mentioned this or prefaced it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want anyone to take away from this that I'm here trying to, um, or that, that I would even be pretentious enough to act like this situation is about me. I'm, I'm not trying to make it, make it about me. I know that um, I, 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 w- uh, I went to her like celebration of life and... I saw like her her younger sister, who by the way looks just yeah, like her. Yeah, no kidding. It's it's inc- it's insane how she literally is the mm-hmm. mirror image. I see her sometimes, and I'm like, I can see Elizabeth. Yeah, absolutely. Like it, I, I I almost confuse her for a second. Right. Um, but that's to that point. The point is like she was completely. I mean, she was like crying uncontrollably, and and both her parents. I mean, it was a. I know that they went through more than mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will ever go through their lives. I mean, seeing a, uh, someone die like that, especially your your own daughter at such a young age. There's so many more people that went through so much more than I did. I don't want anyone to believe that I'm trying to make this about me because I'm really not. I just wanted to I mean, share. Like, sort of like the whole premise of it was how it changed you. So, like, in a way, it's going to come off as about you. But, like, when it comes to the actual subject of Elizabeth and her death, it is about her. You know, yeah. yes. Well, I think it just speaks to the impact that mm-hmm. she had. You know, like yeah. your point that you know she was evangelizing to you in the grave, right? And she would have it no other way. You know, like mm-hmm. her sphere of influence is like so many people who didn't know Christ, like came to that funeral, and like for me personally, it was actually like easy in the way that like. I knew where she was, right? Like, there's no doubt in my mind that she's in heaven. And just kind of, like, 
what you found out about her after her passing spoke to her like she did the right things for the right reasons like because we didn't know you know she did good things not so that others would see them but just because she knew that they were right mm-hmm. and that they would be done you know mm-hmm. and that was because she devoted her life to Jesus you know and so uh, but I definitely know what you mean because like I feel like oh man like I'm not qualified to speak on it. You know, there were so many other people that were hurt so much more than me. Yeah. Uh, but I just think it spoke to the impact in the sphere of influence that she had, where it's like, she was kind to everyone, you know, and that was what was super convicting to me is like total strangers. She would, you know, act like we're her best friends, you know? And it's like, she was like not ashamed of it. Totally. Like she like, there was no like social anxiety. There was no, like embarrassment or oh I'm being cringy like I don't even think she I mean I don't I don't want to act like I know what she was thinking about but from the way she acted it seemed like she never even second thought doing that stuff it wasn't yeah. like she thought oh is this going to be embarrassing she was like it doesn't matter because God has called me mm-hmm. to do this and 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 be loving and to evangelize to other people and she just did it mm-hmm. you know and and like Dave said um at that at Leah's house he was like I know that when she passed, she went to heaven and, and God said, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly believe in that. Totally. Well, uh, something else, you know, that he talked about is like, you know, if we think that like God knows everything, if he's omniscient, like in that everyone has a point that they're appointed to die, like, and that was her time. Like, she fulfilled everything that she could have done on earth in, like, those 18, 19 years of her life, right? And so it's, like, that's super convicting to me. It's, like, she's done more in her life than I probably will do in double the amount of time, you know? And so, like, that's super convicting. It's, like, she had no more work to do here on earth, which is, like, crazy for me to think about. And it's, like, of course, I never knew her. I never went to any of those events. But, like, he just hearing you guys talk about her... And like the um, the influence she had, and the what's it? I would say like the let's just say influence. Like it takes a special type of person to really have that that effect on people, you know. Especially like with how much mm-hmm. it you know again influenced everybody when she left. Like I I ain't never gonna be like that, you know. Like I'm gonna die, and yeah, I'm gonna be sad and stuff, but I'm not gonna have such a profound like. Um, you know, hard hit to anyone, I think. You could. I could. I think it's I mean, a little too early in your life to be thinking that way, honestly. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah. I mean, you but... still got to, like, shoot, bro. You could, be, oh, like, bro. you could be, like, the first man on Mars or something. Like that. <laughs> I don't know. Bro, you know me. But at I'm... the same time, like, Elizabeth probably thought that too, you know? She had more time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't know. There's just sometimes I think like I just wish you could have like one like just like just a like sliver of time just to like come and visit you know you know and then like I don't know mm-hmm. I could say like I'm, I'm sorry you know, just say I'm sorry that I was wrong.
Yeah, I think a lot of that is like why some people like didn't like Elizabeth. It's like she was so authentic, and like everyone's fake to a certain extent, and so mm-hmm. like that fakeness that we have like didn't like that she was so authentic and like got away with it. You know, because we kind of feel like yeah. if we're authentic, we're not going to be accepted. Yeah. Or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, I already mentioned it, but I, I, I go a little bit more in depth. I mean, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it was just like, it, it really was just projecting my self-hatred mm-hmm. onto her. Right. It, did, it didn't help that, like, I had felt, I get, maybe, like, humiliated by, I, I had acted similarly in the fact that I was like I'm gonna be who I want to be mm-hmm. and not be ashamed and I'll have to act a certain way and I have to change who I am I'm just gonna like just let my personality flow and then I had been like insulted and you know more or less like bullied or just like just felt like nobody like liked me in the slightest mm-hmm. and everyone just disliked me and thought I was annoying you know I mean that didn't help and then I was and then I became that <laughs> I became that guy so that was awesome, you know, becoming exactly what I what I hated. I just wanted to be accepted. I just wanted to be um, friends with those those types of people, and then I became like them. So that was. It's also another kind of layer to the things you, you as, as you become your you know nightmare or, or your, your your biggest fear. You become your biggest fear. You know, mm-hmm. Whatever you're running away from, you become. Yeah, like that was off of uh, ego. Yeah. I feel like there's some sort of saying out there like that, but it's just like when whatever you hate, you you, you sometimes become over time. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's like you either die a hero or yeah. live long enough to become a villain. <laughs> yeah, dude. So true. But I think like that's crazy too because you talked about like her making the game and like we played that game. Yeah. Like, you know, we we talk about Elizabeth and like this kind of like spiritual giant who like did all these amazing things and that's so true but like every step along the way like she doubted right like that birthday that you were talking about like like Aaliyah told me like she was nervous like no one was going to come I know I remember that yeah and so it's just like that's super like even more heartbreaking is that she had this whole impact on people's lives and like maybe never got to see that because you know like she didn't know if people cared sometimes she didn't know if she was loved and like i hope she knew that you know she does now but yeah but sad i know she knows now yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah like that's crazy to me it's like even the people that we have like such a strong opinion about and like we see in such positive light like it doesn't mean like they don't struggle with the same stuff we do yeah yeah man Super intense stuff. Definitely a huge factor. Like, I mean, I kind of, I guess I already touched on this, but just, like, out of all the things I've talked about on this series of, of hero moment or whatever it is, <laughs> um, this one definitely hit the hardest for me um, at the time. Um, definitely shaped who I've become, I, I'd like to believe. Mm. I, I, I'm not gonna stand here and say like, I am something, because I, I don't know if I really am, but I'd like to believe that I have become more loving, more accepting. And I think you guys saw that afterwards, because 
with the youth group, I, I was very, very distant. I mean, I was, you guys didn't know what was going through my head, but it was a bunch of very uh, insulting, narcissistic stuff. And then after that, I basically was like, okay, <laughs> I guarantee everybody here is better than I am. Like, let me just like lower myself down and just like get personal with you guys. Mm -hmm. And maybe some, you know, maybe I can like actually become friends with you guys, and, and you know, and not lose that opportunity to be to be friends with someone who's so incredible. You know, don't make that same mistake. And I think I, I don't remember when it was or when the next time we we got together, but I remember I specifically came. I guess like, oh, we're having this. Like, I'm coming. Like, I'm mm -hmm. definitely co coming because I know I missed a couple. You know, I wasn't always super consistent. And then I was like, I'm coming. And then I was like, actually tried to be there with you guys and. I think I've I've gotten better. I mean, I know we're we're friends now for yeah. sure. Whereas we were like barely acquaintances before. Yeah. Um, and and I like to believe I'm like that with a lot of other people, and you know I'm a lot more loving. Mm -hmm. I try to be. And if I, if I'm not, you guys, you know, anyone listening who knows me, call me out. <laughs> like twenty four seven. Like I don't care. You <laughs> Just are, do that you shit. You got shots to fire? Do it right now. Right now. <laughs> right now. Actually, though, if I've ever hurt you. Fucking come forward! Like I, I, I was a terrible person before in my life, and I, um, well, if so, I have, I just want to say yeah. I, I'm apologizing right now to you personally. Mm -hmm. I just want to say this sounds like a great opportunity, Daniel. I have about like 19 years of this shit done. Oh so my word! All right, <laughs> next podcast. You already know what's going on. <laughs> next episode. Joshua hates Daniel. This is all the things he hates about Daniel. I think we should play a game. Like as you're up on the, the. Uh, the altar, getting married, mm. you should just yell out to the crowd, just like, if anyone has any, yeah. <laughs> like, any shit against me, like, just say it, bro. Do you know, the thing is, even if someone did, they probably wouldn't anyway, like, in all reality, they'd feel way too, too yeah, cause it's like, anxious it's about to, it. Yeah, because now it's, you're so humble, they're like, well, no, I kind of want to tell off, like, the jerk Daniel, not to do nice Daniel. Yeah, now, like, you want, you want to, like, Say, yo, Daniel, fuck you. He wanted to have to say, like, to Daniel when he was, like, a dickhead in math class, yeah, yeah, not yeah. when he's, like, a super nice, oh, humble yeah. guy on the altar about to have, like, the best day of his life. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I, I think the, day, the days at CUC, like, who I was then, I, I truly am ashamed of, like, the way that I didn't mm -hmm. treat people. Um, I, I was terrible. I mean, I, I was that, I was that popular bully guy. I mean, I literally was him. Mm -hmm. Like, it sounds stupid as hell, but that's how that's it's stupid as hell. That's what yeah. it is. It's it's fucking so dumb. Mm. I, I treated a lot of people badly. I, you know, I, I insulted a lot of people um, unashamedly. Like I was like, I, I took pleasure. Like I said in the last podcast, I took pleasure from from hurting other people. Mm -hmm. um, if it's like any consolation at all, like, and of course, like in the parties and stuff, when I knew you before, like. I never had a negative opinion about you, but like, I can definitely like see the change in your life, even not knowing like the bad, but just like, you know, Reagan's in Arizona and like, you still come to church and like, maybe not even people that you would go out of your way to talk to, but they're talking to you and you're engaging in just like that humility and like, I hope you know, like people definitely see that and like, you are like super engaged at Aaliyah's parties and stuff and I know it's I not always your scene but like you always try and like I super appreciate yeah. that and yeah I can definitely see that we should yeah, get another volleyball yeah SS train. return of the SS train <laughs> <laughs> he's coming back to the station <laughs> oh and what we forgot to tell you about that is like we were playing volleyball but it was like 
a badminton net. So it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, three yeah. feet off the ground. That's the only reason why I could spike it. Like, I, could, I could have spiked it while standing up. Well, it would yeah. have been easy, but like I could, when I jumped, my crotch was at was above the was above the net. <laughs> Literally, dude. That's insane. Yeah. It was so dumb. It was like I remember doing that. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done, but I'm having like the most fun I've had in a long time. Right well, now. and like literally someone else like tried to like spike it and Daniel just goes up and like blocks it like with his chest, bro. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And I don't even think it blocked it because it hit my chest and like rolled off to the side. Yeah, yeah. It counted for the point and I was like, this game is rigged. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty great. You guys should come to those parties. Yeah. What the hell? I've you invited you guys so much. No, the fuck you have These are lies. This party's coming up. Oh, that's true. Party? They could come? I that would actually be yeah. so Are they all in Elizabeth? No, 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 they're in Castle Rock. Castle yeah. Rock, yeah. Yeah, Castle Rock. I mean, if I, far as I don't have any other Christmas How far is Castle Rock? Have you never been to Castle Rock? From Parker. From Parker. It's 23 minutes, I bet. No, I say 25. I mean, it's like, okay, if you take... 27 minutes, not joking, 27 minutes I go from half here an to hour, and Daniel's like, 23, 25, 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I take things way too literally sometimes. That's a terrible thing about my personality. But sometimes I, I, like, unironically, unjokingly, like, unashamedly just take things way too literally. And everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? That's my favorite new word, bro. It's unashamedly. Unashamedly. Yeah, bro, I'll be like, dang, dude, that's like... That's like a that's like a, a weird color of white. You're like, no, it's a very light gray. And I'm like, sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm also terrible at arguing, like, articulating things, you know? It is true. Like, okay, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but sometimes I'll just say complete nonsense and be like, cool, I'm not gonna like actually correct myself. You guys have to figure out. Like, yeah, I should have a counter, like like this episode I'll have a counter of how many times I have to edit the word like out. Oh my fucking word. <laughs> it is true, okay. You actually have, have like, like really good ideas and like genuinely like smart ideas and, and good things to contribute. But sometimes you just don't articulate correctly. So like, and also you have a very, I don't really give a fuck attitude, figure it out for yourself. Yeah, so literally. Yeah, yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll say some shit and it'll be like, what you meant was really profound. Yeah. But like what came out wasn't quite like that and you just like figure it out, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what has me so hooked. It's like, yeah, because Daniel's like ideas are like, actually like you said josh like mm -hmm. so profound and i'm like yes yes i'm like listening i'm like say it and then he's just like but i don't know <laughs> we're, we're, we're like, well in my opinion empirically speaking <laughs> inherently i yeah, say yeah, so yeah, much that's, that's my line inherently i don't even know what that word means by the way i don't know i've been saying it for like seven years i still don't know what it means i looked about dictionary.com it doesn't make sense it, i don't understand that's that, what it is yeah. Yeah. when me and you were like kids we'd say technically Yo, yeah, we didn't know what that word meant we, bro. we would just be like, I would be like, if I was like feeling, if I felt like it was proper to put it in, I was like, well, technically, and I had like no idea what I was saying. <laughs> like, I think one time I was talking about like, I don't know, like a type of food, and I was like, technically, like I was just like complete nonsense, like nonsensical yeah. stupidity. But um, I want to say like, um, uh, uh, I'll like be thinking in my head sometimes about like articulating something, and I'll know mm -hmm. that I like can't really do it, and I'll have to like take like a, on, I'll say like a, a, a long time. Yeah. To, to come up with a with a properly articulated sentence, so I just say complete nonsense, and I'm like, cool, that does well. I'll just leave it. There. <laughs> <laughs> when I get work, I'll say shit like that. My phone will look at me. They're like, are you actually mentally disabled? And I'm like, figure it out. Do <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that though? Because sometimes it's like, you've done everything right, and now you just have to communicate that to someone else. And you're just like, 
blah, 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 blah. All right, I'm done, all right? I'm done with this and talking to you. I'm going to do the next thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, all right, no more of this. No, no more of this nonsense. Dude, that's, that's the brilliant thing about when you come, become a, a foreman is you can just, you can just <laughs> the parents are like, what do you mean? Like, just, just shut up. Just do your job. And they're like, but I don't, stop talking. You're done. Get out. You're, get off my job. Right? And they're like, please, you, you don't even tell me what's going on. I'm like, shut up. Get out. Get out. Get out of here. Um, good Lord. I can't wait, dude. Can't <laughs> um, oh, yeah, dude. Fuck. Sorry if this was this podcast was a little too heavy. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was a bit heavy. I won't lie. It was definitely more heavy than the other ones. I think there's like there's like a few parts that you were tearing up. It's just like I don't know if it's just me, but like you're my big brother. Whenever I see you tearing up, regardless of how I feel, I'm gonna start tearing up too. So you're talking about Shit, it. Yeah, I was about to. Tear I know, up me just too. Because <laughs> of you're having this yeah, moment. I was looking at you. Your eyes were getting a little a little red, and I was like, oh, I'm just like a sappy bitch, bro. <laughs> like anytime I look at like a wholesome ass moment, like I'm just gonna cry. Like <laughs> I was actually holding back to you, dude. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I have weird emotions. I don't I don't cry very easy when it comes to like like you said like sappy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually like when something taps into my trauma. That's when it starts hitting, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, like it's weird. I don't, I don't really cry until like I I feel something super personal that I completely relate with, mm-hmm. and then like taps into, into like my my subconscious trauma, and I'm like, oh oh no, get away no, mm-hmm. and I just like start. Tapping. I can't relate. Anytime I see something like super happy or super wholesome, or I'm so grateful that they're engaging in that activity it's just like mm-hmm. that's that's really? it's, it's so cool that like it's almost touching to me and i start to cry dude that's awesome dude there's yeah. i would say that it's, a, it's like i have when i cry it's like this is like sort of stereotypical but it's either like hella shit like built like pent up as a motherfucker yeah. or it's like something that's like happy sad and relatable at the same time like i saw this one thing i was scrolling on tiktok and it was it, had, it was um it was this picture of this guy in a pink dress, like, bawling his eyes out, because, and then the text under it was like, um, this guy in the dress, and his best friend had this pact where it was like, whichever one dies first, you have to show up to the funeral in a pink dress, and his friend went out to the war and died at like 24. And then in the background there was like that, sorry I didn't kiss you, and it was like, all that shit just hit, and I was like, oh my fucking god, man. It just... It's like it's such a stupid thing to sort of tear up about, but at the same no, time, it's like, not on the slightest. It's such yeah. like an incredibly wholesome thing to do because he kept his promise to his right. friend, but also his friend died so early. And it's like that's something that I would do one hundred percent. Like, totally. you know, yeah. And it's like, damn, yeah, yeah. When that's like super honoring to his friend, because yeah. it's like it showed like their closeness, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Someone who barely knows wouldn't mm-hmm. do that. You know? No, no, you wouldn't do that. And right. I think, I think the mo- like the. At least for me, like the first thing I, I realized is like, like that he he realized that his friend would if he could like be there at his own funeral, yeah. he'd be like, why the fuck aren't you in a pink dress? Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that be his thing. He wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so glad you guys are like, why the fuck are you wearing normal clothes? Yeah. <laughs> Salvage! I don't care, I'm dead. Put on that pink dress. Yeah. Plus, it's like I could see them making like they're probably like drinking or some shit they're like hello buddies they're like they're like chopping it up at 12 a.m and they're like dude it'd be really funny if we did this and then like someday it like it actually happens they have to go yeah. through with it and it's like god what a heavy moment like yeah jesus mm-hmm. but what about like you said you only like really cry when it taps into your trauma what about like elizabeth's passing like taps into that um i, I don't think it traumatized me 
So I, I I've never felt like it's if it's when he gets brought up, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it reminds me of that time at Alita's house, you know, and reminds me of all the things about her, all of the amazing things that she was, um, you know, whenever I see her family, that, that actually does. Like yeah. when I see her parents at church and they're really nice, <laughs> they're really awesome, um, they're really kind, and uh, it's actually kind of shocking, like un, un, unfathomable when I think about it, uh, when I compare my family to their family, that like, I, I think they've like strengthened as a family because yeah. of, like, they instead of being torn apart, instead of letting this destroy their lives, they became a better family because of it. Like, li- like miles better, I, I think, mm-hmm. um, which is very um, hard to imagine, at least for my personal family. I think, I think if something like that happened to us, I don't think we'd be able to do that. I don't think that would be something possible with us. So that's kind of inspiring, and that usually brings it up, for me at least. Because I, I don't think I was personally traumatized, but whenever it's reminded of, of who she was, that's when it hits me the hardest. For sure. What about you? Yeah, like, you talked about it a little bit, but, like, I still serve in the youth group, right? And I, like, still see Catherine, her little sister, all the time. looks just like her, and, like, every time, like, I can't help but think about Elizabeth. And, like, you know, like... I may treat her better than the other kids because of that, but, like, <laughs> low-key, you know, it's just because, like, Elizabeth did so much for me, right? And, like, I feel like in honoring her, like, I could do that for, mm-hmm. like, her family, you know? And just, like, anytime, like, we hang out, it kind of feels, like, incomplete. And, like, a lot of people have gone their separate ways to college and stuff, so, like, yeah. we don't always have everyone there all the time. Um, but, yeah, like, Elizabeth will, like, get brought up and stuff and... It really? does. It like tears me up. Yeah, especially like I, I've never been there for that and stuff. Yeah, and I, I so I just want to mention as well. Like I, I never, I never actually talked about this. Yeah, with with anyone. At least the whole like this is like the whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. I I, ne- I barely mentioned any of it to Reagan. I barely mentioned any of it to Josh. And that was yeah, it. no, I had no idea. Like this had such an impact on. This me. is the first time of me hearing about. Well, it. obviously you're a no name. No, okay, okay, you don't. I'm out. Yeah, I feel I'll bad. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that was messed up. But yeah, like, I um, I just wanted to say really fast that like I I wasn't even sure if we if I wanted to do this episode because, um. And I just kind of felt dumb. Like, like you said, I mean, you guys were all very close to her. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to come on this podcast and be like, hey guys, listen to how, how, how hurt I am. You know, when, when I know for a fact all of you guys loved her, and loved her a lot more than I ever did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I never knew, I never knew you guys talked about her. You know, I never mm-hmm. even heard about any of that. When, when, did that, when does that usually go down? Yeah, so, like, Lee and I still hang out very fairly regularly because we're still here, you know, and other people have gone away. But, like, should talk about it and just, like, obviously, you know, like, they had the same birthday and stuff. And so um, just reminded of it. And then it just, like, kind of rehashes the stuff. But I think it's good that you did talk about it and, like, flushed out those feelings and, like, really got them out there because you don't know like 
who else will help and like I can speak personally and like you know I feel that way sometimes because like there were people closer to Elizabeth than I was you know I feel like a bad friend sometimes because like the last thing I'm super blessed that like the last thing like Elizabeth said to me was like uh, she had like some guy problem and I was talking to her about it and she was all like you know like you're a really good friend and like I'm glad that was my last interaction with her because it wasn't always like such a smooth relationship you know but um, you know, anyone who was close to her or like knew her wouldn't think that you're prying in at all. Like they'd be super happy. Like she had this effect and like, that's what she would want too, man. You know? So like, I hope you don't feel like that too much because no, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I just keep saying the same thing. It's just like, uh, well, let me put it this way. Josh is my mm. best friend, you know, he's yeah. been my you know best friend since we were literally kids i mean we've never been except for a short stint when he was in eighth grade and i was uh like going into high school but then eventually we figured it out after i after i graduated point is we've always been friends really good friends i mean like yeah, dynamic yeah. duo we we literally used to like <laughs> cosplay as batman and robin and you know when we were because yeah. we were like i was like I'm Batman, you're Robin. If we keep training like this, we will become them. <laughs> like, we'll actually be vigilantes. Dude, oh my gosh, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> That's insane, bro. No, remember, um, remember we got the Mario and Luigi costumes? Oh, dude. And you were taller, but you be Mario. That's <laughs> <laughs> that so Daniel. Like, it's obviously, you should be brother. Luigi. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm Mario. <laughs> <laughs> it's the older brother syndrome. But, okay, yeah. my point is, if Joshua was, was to, like, die, and then, I don't know, like you come along right. and you're like right. I mean you just met Josh right now right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you come along and be like I was so deeply fed. like dude shut the fuck up you don't know what you're <laughs> right. talking about like you mm -hmm. have no idea who he really was that's a really good point mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of how I feel about it but I think you're, you're also right when you say that like telling the people the loved ones of, of Elizabeth that she made it a really really positive impact on my life is also important mm -hmm. for sure so yeah. yeah, man, I don't know how long we've been going, but I think this is a good place to end it. Yeah, it's probably a good place, yeah. Thank you to anyone who's still listening. If you're still listening, text me if you have my number. Text me, uh, <laughs> text me pink uni unicorns. Pink unicorns. Pink unicorns. With, an, with an exclamation mark and a, and a, mm. and a, and a, a flex emoji. Yep. <laughs> yep. I know, and if you don't have my number, my number is... Bro, you gotta cut that out, man. Okay, for anyone, okay. Um, so under this podcast, it gives me the option to uh, give the audience a question, give them a chance to answer and give their opinion on the podcast. I'm literally just gonna say, like, what is your least favorite thing about Daniel? Oh my <laughs> What is this? <laughs> or like, do you have beef with Daniel? Oh my god. If so, well, comment. That's fair. Yeah, because that's you fair. were like, if I did say that. Me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. actually? Like, actually. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Cool, cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. All right. Well, um, thank you everybody for tuning into the podcast. Um, I don't know. Check us out on Spotify or Anchor. I don't. Know. And w one day we'll have an Instagram account. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I feel really shitty like plugging ourselves. Right now. <laughs> this is a really weird episode. <laughs> yeah, and they're almost at the threshold where they can get actual sponsorships. <laughs> Dude, wait, it's gonna probably so weird. Imagine if we did this sponsored, bro. Like, it would be funny because people would be like, oh, it's another bit. And then we are like, at 39 out of 50 listeners in order to get our Anchor sponsorship going. So that, whoop, whoop. so if we hit 50 out of 50, we can start um, 
you know, uh, we can suck it on the money. Sucking Anchor's dick, you know. Yeah, we can do actual sponsors. Make make fake accounts and listen to our podcast. Like, (laughs) make if you have an extra email, use that email. Make a new account and listen to our podcast. I know that make fan accounts. Make fan accounts. I know that any given person has, has at least three emails. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta have like two burner ones at least. Send us money for a camcorder so we can record live. Yeah. I think that so would be So we can re- fun. record live only fan. I mean, uh, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The podcast. <laughs> podcast, bro. You know. No alternate uses, of course. The Troubadour only fans. Check us out. All right, guys. See you later.